This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. As you can say, choo! I am in my white tee tonight. My hat's all crooked. Yup in my white tee. Yup in my white tee. All in the recruiting world. Spinning NIL in my white tee. I'm, I'm assuming that's what Brian Kelly and Jay Johnson say. Yup in my white tee. What a day. What a month. What a coaching staff. Brian Kelly and Jay Johnson killing the game. Killing the game. If you missed it, LSU has hired their uh, uh, next assistant or last assistant and Josh Jordan from Duke. We will break that down. And when incredibly huge hire for recruiting for LSU baseball. We'll break all of that down. Something that I think that we're starting to see and that we have been trying to preach here on AYS, are you starting to see the alignment now? Right? So I guess this will be a Rafino's rants, no yelling, no screaming, just talking, points being made. Do you see the alignment now, so huge for both LSU football and baseball. Jeremiah Hughes, four-star corner from Bishop Gorman, 
committed about an hour ago. Shout out to him. 61175 corner. Robert Steeples is cleaning up, y'all. And we have to rethink what we know about recruiting, right? Like, we have to rethink it. We'll touch on that as well. Uh, Memphis Spence finally returns to AYS. The man's phone has been buzzing more than a, (laughs) I can't say it, because our producer Zach has a small child with him. So, I can't say what I would want to say, but I think that you adults know what buzzes a lot in the bedroom. Hmm. Buzzing. <laughs> Memphis Spence joins us at 725. So excited to have him back. And the conference realignment hits an all-time craziness today as you had an all-out media war. An all-out media war. My sources are telling me this. No, my sources are telling me that. Pause. All out media war out there for uh, what you call it for the media for uh, conference realignment. Mm mm Uh, Jeff Fudge, I like this. Is Blake cue the Randy Travis song? I told you so. I, the only song that I really cue up is "Way Down Yonder" on the Chattahoochee. I know it's not Randy Travis. I know, I know it's not Randy Travis. But, you know. Uh, so, big show in store for you tonight. Let's get to a couple of these comments, though. None bigger than Kenny's right here. Uh, rest in peace to James. Rest in peace to Sonny from The Godfather. God, what a loss, man. We're losing way too many people. Way too many. It's a damn shame. Uh, Doug No says, hashtag A-Y-S-T-S. Are you starting to see? I like that. I need, we need to write that down. Somebody write that down. Zach, that's what I pay you $100,000 a year to do. Write that down. Right now. Come on. Come on. We're on daddy's show. Gotta be quiet, okay? Trey Vardo, my man. Speaking of Trey Varno from GM Varno and Sons. Say, hey, Mr. Trey. Say, hey. How was swimming lessons? Everybody that does not know, this is my son, Benjamin. How was swimming lessons? Pizza. Pizza? No. How was swimming lessons? Swimming. You went swimming? Right, right out my mouth. <laughs> Did you like your swimming lessons? Yeah. Did you get scared of the lady again? Okay. <laughs> hey, can you tell them? You ready? LSU. 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 All right. Don't trip over daddy's song, buddy. Hey, I love you. That's my son, Benjamin. How y'all like that? LSU. LSU. All right. 
huge huge show in store for you though tonight doug ray says uh big ben in the house yes he is uh robin says ben's twin yeah that'd be me i guess right uh john says ben the man yes he is uh rob boudreaux says blake please note miami talk yeah i i said all i need to say father a bear look man father look at father a bear's calves dog like I know y'all can't see this on the podcast. Look at Father Abear's calves. I mean, those are Tim Tebow sized calves. But he says Josh Jordan is such a huge hire. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. Reed Perrin. By the way, Reed, I forgot to reach out to you. Um, round of applause. Uh, last night on the show, I said that one lucky person who shared the show. Uh, would be winning $100. That went to Mr. Reed Perrin in the drawing today, but I forgot to reach out to him. Reed, message me on Facebook, DM me on Twitter. Congratulations, my friend. Congratulations. Okay, let's get this thing started, y'all. Let's get this thing started, y'all. Uh, Brian Kelly DeGoat says, Dante Moore's chances. We'll get to that uh, as soon as we get out of the break uh, as well. Look how fat Zion is in this picture. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. All right, let's do this. Let's pay these bills. And we'll get started, but let's do this. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to your Facebook pages, your Facebook groups. If you're listening to us on YouTube, rate, review, subscribe as well. If you're listening to us on XM Radio, do us a favor and uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that great stuff. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. As my good friend Trey Varnado just said uh, and just shared in the show, Go see our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, we'll be back in a minute 30 right after this break. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking? To win the World Series. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno & Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard, give them a call at 225-664-9992, 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino. sent you on by. All right, let's bring this back up here. Everybody do us a favor, hit the like and share. Everybody right now, hit the like and share. Um, but we do have this from Brian Kelly DeGoat asking about our chances with Dante Moore. So let's hit this. Dante Moore's not coming to LSU. <laughs> At least I don't think that he is. I mean, it doesn't look great for LSU. There is some interesting thought, though, 
uh, about Eli Holstein. Uh, Alabama is trending in the direction of taking another quarterback in this class, which makes it interesting for me about what's going on with Eli Holstein. Um, look into it. This isn't an Alabama podcast. I think the kid's name's Dylan Lagergan or something like that, which makes it very interesting. Does Eli Holstein now decommit from Alabama? Does LSU get back into this mix? I don't know that. I'm speculating just a. Uh, you know, if I'm looking at it from a 10,000 foot view, looking down on the surface and what it apparently may look like, you know, is Alabama about to take two quarterbacks and is Eli Holstein going to go to Alabama with another one in here, which then when Saban and Bill O'Brien were still recruiting a quarterback after Eli Holstein committed. Very interesting. And, you know, Talking to somebody today, I mean, let's see what happens with Ricky Collins. Who knows? Who knows? But let's hit this one. On the flip side, on the flip side, tomorrow, Jalen Brown will be committing to the school of his choice. Now, I don't think this recruitment's over with him. I don't think that you're going to, you know, I I think you're going to have to fight to the very end. But Jalen Brown will be committing tomorrow, and I feel very confident in LSU's chances. But you never hold out the home team, and that being Miami. His mom lives in Mississippi. Uh, I know that we've talked about it in two nights. But all of that to be said, right? Like, all of this to be said. Um, are you starting to see the alignment now? Because how many good things have to happen in a row? Before you start saying from the top down, from William Tate the fourth, Scott Woodward, and Scott Woodward and his administration to Brian Kelly, Jay Johnson, Kim Mulkey, Matt McMahon, probably sometime in the future another softball coach. Just throwing it out there. I don't know if Beth Tarina is getting fired or not. But nevertheless, the alignment, you can't, the most positive thing for me in LSU is just a simple nature, the simple nature of all the good things that they're doing. Well, Blake, so why are you so excited that we just got a three-star? Well, the question I think that all of you need to be asking, like all of you need to be asking why does LSU go after a three-star from Nevada? Hmm. Why has Brian Kelly won so many games? Why did Brian Kelly win a COVID year, beat the ACC champion in the regular season in Clemson? Guys, the man knows what he's doing. The man knows what he's doing. And I think we need a Marcus Peters I think we ain't done yet. Guys, they're not done yet in this month. They're not done yet. They're not done on the defensive line. They're clearly not done on the offensive line. They're not done at receiver. They're not done at running back. They're not done at quarterback. Guys, you could get another safety from Louisiana. You could probably going to get another running back from Louisiana. You're probably going to get another wide receiver from Louisiana. How many times does Brian Kelly have to say, B-word, I'm from Louisiana, and I'm recruiting Louisiana, 
and so many things going well in NIL, not in NIL, at LSU to think that they're so far behind there. It's an exciting time, man. It's exciting, exciting time. When LSU does what they do tomorrow or what everybody perceives that they will do tomorrow, it'll be a happy day. Today, too, Jay Johnson announced that he's hiring Josh Jordan from the University of Duke. Made some phone calls. All of you, a lot of you guys know my buddy Benny, who's been around baseball more than anybody. Guys, he's an elite recruiter. <laughs> elite recruiter. Does really well with catchers, too. Where's LSU struggled the last couple of seasons? Just being honest. Like they struggled in the infield. I, I, I get it. I get it. It's not going to happen too much either. I, I, I will give Jay a pass on that for now. Guy's an elite recruiter. Jay, if there's one thing that we know, and Josh Jordan is getting hired, guys, as the recruiting coordinator at LSU. But let me say this. And I mean this with all due respect to everybody. Like, and I, I mean everybody. If there's one person on this staff or on LSU's campus that knows a good recruiter when he sees it, it's Jay Johnson, right? Like, I, I'm pretty sure you can stop what you're saying and doing all that kind of Jay Johnson is a pretty damn elite recruiter. So you mean to tell me that he's going out to get the, to get Josh Jordan from Duke, who, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, had like three back-to-back-to-back top 10 classes at Duke? Guys, Duke. Duke. Jay knows what he's doing here. And honestly, if you have a guy that can be a technician with guys behind the plate and you got young freshmen coming in, you got Malazzo coming in, both guys that can teach hitting, both guys that can teach uh, what you're doing behind the plate, it's a great thing. The alignment. Do you really believe? Let me tell you what I know about President William Tate, too. William Tate is transcending things at LSU, and nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. There are so many people that, I, that, I, that I've just known my entire life, people that have been generous with their funds and giving them to TAF, the Tiger Athletic Foundation, and talk about how this man's raising money for everything, athletics, academics, Facilities. I, I you got to give him, <laughs> man. Ben's Ben something. My son Ben. William Tate's going all in, dude. William Tate's going all in, and nobody wants to. And nobody wants to talk about him. And we, some of us, know some of the reasons why. Okay. But you don't do the things that you're doing in athletics without a strong president, a university president who loves athletics. Guys, he's at every home women's and men's basketball game. He's at every, and I mean every, LSU football game. I, F. King Alexander never did that. 
He never did that. He didn't care. The only thing he cared about was reading a good book and a bottle of wine. And, and, and I don't know what people like him do. You know, crochet. I mean, was the man crocheting? Probably learned it from his grandmother. Let me tell you what I did with my grandmother, man. I picked peas. Shucked peas. And she hummed hymns the whole time. If I had to hear, if I had to, had to hear the humming of Amazing Grace one more time, I swear to everything. And she would, right when she'd start, she'd get that deep bass too. It's like emotional. I said, one time I got my, I got slapped. I was like, you sound like an orca whale, you know? <laughs> Boy, I got my ass beat. <laughs> Bring your ass on over here, boy. Extension cord. Adrian Bailey, let's get to a couple comments. Uh, Memphis Spence finally makes his return. He's been ducking the show. He's been ducking. Welcome back, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, but Adrian Bailey <laughs> says, hashtag ask Blake, is LSU re-upping the Nike apparel contract? I hope so that our Jumpman, or, but no Adidas. Why is everybody asking me this question today? I, I, don't, I, I don't understand it. I mean, has LSU had talks in the past? Yes. They, you know, I, guys, you don't remember the story about us saying that LSU turned down Jumpman? Jumpman, 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 Jumpman. Them boys up to something. Uh-uh-uh, I think I need some Robitussin. Bro, I listen to rap more than y'all do. Y'all don't even know. I be sitting up in the whitest of hoods and be suburbs, dog. I be sitting in the suburbs. Y'all bumping that Drake? I don't know why everybody keeps asking me that. I, I don't know where that's coming from. Tiger Den Sports says, I believe rankings aren't always accurate. No, they're not always accurate. They're not always accurate. KJ says, I want to, but I got to say, let me say this though. Let me say this to Tiger Den Sports. That's how me and Memphis, Memphis Spence all kind of met. You know, he was doing his rankings. I think it was the, what I think one through 16. Um, and <laughs> me being the Rudy Pooh and argumentative human being that I am, I was like, Memphis, put old Miss up in there. He goes, no. I'm like, you wrong. Next week we had him on the show. I'm like, you was right. Hush. Hush. Oh, my name's Memphis. I got every... Yeah, he did get it. Dog, he was so accurate, though. That shit was kind of scary. I'm like, then my man's got a hot tub time machine. <laughs> he had it in order. That's the sad part. He had it in the order of the committee. And it's kind of like, this is how I felt. We'll get to him in a minute. Uh, I was told he was in the building. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I was the dude on Waterboy and, and Memphis was Vicky Valancourt staring at me. You remember when Vicky Valancourt predicted the score and she was like nodding her head? That's how I felt like Memphis Sp Spence was looking at me. Scary. Scary, bro. I didn't say nothing. Everything he says, I just nod my head and say, yes, yes. Titus Shower says, sang it like, hmm, hmm. We ain't as different. We ain't as all as different as uh, 
We're all people, bro. Uh, Crying Belly says Blake was pounding sand. At least my name's not Chaz. Um, Rick says recruiting at LSU overall is upswing in sports. Yeah, and it's not stopping. It's not stopping at all. Okay, let's get to the man himself. Memphis Spence is in the building. About time. I feel so bad, though, because <laughs> I'm such a horrible host, man. I'd be asking you guys at like 3.30, Memphis, I need you. Abort, abort. So, I'm so horrible at that, man. I, mentally, I asked Memphis Spence on Sunday to come on the show. <laughs> I'm so horrible. All right, let's pay these bills, run this thing. Let's talk some college al- uh, realignment with uh, Memphis Spence, what it really means. Guys, he's in the business. He knows the business. He's a part of the business. Uh, he's pretty damn accurate. He's pretty damn accurate. At least he's always accurate on this show. Let's talk about our good friends over at Graham Co. My good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. Guys, we'll be back in a minute 30 with your favorite guest, Memphis Spence. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Graham Co. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's been ducking me like the plague. No, no. I, I've been trying to take vacation. Hey, True. listen, man. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Blake, I, I Blake I you got it. a wife. You got a wife. I got a wife. You know, we got to go somewhere with our wives. As a matter of fact, when all this stuff started breaking last week, you know, I, I rolled over to Orlando. Um, and, uh, you know, when I made a promise to my wife that, you know, I sp- when I spend time with her, I'm going to turn off my phone or at least put it on silent or whatnot. And all this stuff started breaking about UCLA and USC to the Big Ten. And I was like, I can't be right. And she was like, you, you better not start working. We're over here with family. You better not start. I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And then I ran and tried to hide and find out what was going on. Because why would the U- why would USC go to the I mean it, it was it was amazing. I would never think in a million years, Blake, that I'd be sitting on your show and telling you that USC and UCLA, two cornerstones of college football, two cornerstones of the Pac whatever, Pac-8, Pac-10, Pac-12, are going to the Big Ten. That is news. Um, And I snuck away, and uh, like I was telling you off air, I almost got that right hand of fellowship, you know. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, your you, you, your wife might uh, the church know. the church hand <laughs> the church backhand the church backhand uh, for, for for working, but I had to. You know, there was a there was a lot to to uncover. There was a lot to dig up, um, and really, it's a battle of two different networks, ESPN right. and Fox. All right, so let's break this down. Okay, you did tell us though, and I went back and listened when we were out of the studio in the old mm-hmm. in the law firm when we were first having yeah. you on. And yeah. you did say on the show then that the you were intrigued, and I'm paraphrasing but quoting, I'm intrigued about what Kevin Warren's going to do and what Fox was going to do. However, so they made a response. It's obviously USC and UCLA, and they're getting them before Texas and Oklahoma on paper as it currently sits. Yes. Now, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and I'll just let you go. Number one, I think that the most outside of USC and UCLA, the people that love this the most is Texas and Oklahoma because now they get to the SEC quicker because the SEC doesn't want to look like they have egg on their face. Agree or disagree? That's right. Okay, go ahead. The exit fee is still going to be – I don't know if they're going to pay the exit fee to get out earlier. The SEC might help more with that exit fee. Now, you know, there may be a little bit more leverage – on their behalf, like, hey, uh, you want us to get over there before USC and UCLA start ripping up the Big Ten? Why don't you help us out? And that actually might happen. There may be a little, a little grease of the hand uh, to 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 get them out th- this exit fee to pay this exit fee to get out because it's going to be somewhere, I think, north of eighty mil right now, and that's still for these athletic programs. Yeah, it's Texas. Yeah, it's Oklahoma. But last time I checked, eighty mil was eighty mil. And um, I'm not, I ain't got that in my pocket. You got you got that in my pocket? I no, but Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley do. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a um, – I think where we are now is we see the man behind the curtain or the men behind the curtain in Fox and in ESPN because those are the two networks right now duking it out. Uh, to build the the programming that they want. Uh, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if you see one of the ESPN senior producers start sitting down with, you know, commissioners and saying, I'd like to see this game on the schedule. I'd like to see that game on the schedule because I know we can sell this type of advertising. It, 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 I keep telling people this. It's actually sports around a business. It used to be business around sports, but somewhere somewhere around the BCS, it changed to sports around business, where we decided, you know, we were going to actually start making this thing a behemoth in terms and, 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 and a spectacle in terms of broadcast rights. 
And, you know, you had all your Raycom sports popping up and everything else. These regional sports companies, they were making chilling, hand over fit. I mean, they, they were making just buku money and it became a thing. And so, but once you start, once you start pushing that direction, like, hey, this is a cash cow. Then we get here. And to be honest, and I was reading, and if you go back, if you all go back and start reading articles, we knew we were going to be here when we set up the college football playoff. Oh, and Memphis, to really interrupt you, I, I forget the gentleman's name who broke the Oklahoma-Texas news, but my good mm -hmm. buddy Matt Trent over at WBRZ sat down yeah. with him at SEC Media Days, and mm -hmm. he said, you won't even believe what I'm – and look, I'm going back, and it's so stupid by me because he's going back and saying – the, the person that's making the most phone calls is not Greg Sankey. It's Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren. Bro, and this bro, speaking about vacation, that man was in the Cayman Islands on his phone. You saw the video? You saw the pic? Talk Kevin about that. Kevin Warren. It, it, I, think the, I think everybody was sleeping on Kevin Warren and his ability to actually. Remember when the. the um, COVID. COVID kind of taken, you know, they, they, he, he took a little bit on the chin for COVID and how he reacted. People thought he overreacted for that. But when the alliance was put together, if you go back to that video, I looked all all three of those guys in the eyes and I was like, Kevin Warren's the shark. You ever watch Shark Tank? Oh. Kevin Warren's the shark here. Oh, he's he, Kevin O. He's, he is. He. I, I don't mean this. Somebody... <laughs> I, I can't. I ain't gonna say it. I'll tell you all fair. I can't. I can't say it. I can't. Say it. Listen, I, he's an attorney. He knows what he's doing. I'm not. I'm not taking away. He from, was a million from, dollar attorney before he being a commissioner. That's right. That's right. So he knows what he's doing. He's not. He's not new to this game. Um, and he he he's gonna take that phone call. I mean, if and I guess you have to if USC calls you and says, hey. We want, we want in. in. We want a hundred million a year. Here's here's this rumor got to my ear, and the more I think about it, it sounds true. The alliance may have actually been put together because USC and UCLA wanted out then. Bingo. And you know, Kevin Warren took the phone call. I was like, whoa. Know? And then George Klaikoff was like, look, man, I just got to my job. I, this, is, this is my first month on the job. At least give me a year. Because right. it was interesting that exactly one year from the date that he took his job over at the Pac-12. They, anou they announced. Boom. I remember. It was like, right. you got a year? They, they, there's probably an ultimatum behind the scenes. And this is, this is speculation. But there's probably an ultimatum behind the scenes. You got a year to secure the best package, the best broadcast package, or a better broadcast package than we've ever had at Pac-12 or going to the Big Ten. It's, and in, it's interesting, though, that you say that because, you know, I, I we talk about the man behind the curtain it being Fox and ESPN. But let me ask you, though, Memphis, I mean, what are you going to do with the other three? Like, what do you do, though? You know, like – because I, I know what we're doing with the Big Ten. I know what we're doing with the SEC. They're not right. going anywhere. But what do you do now? And, and look, quite honestly, the, what people aren't realizing is if the ACC gets Notre Dame, 
ain't nobody paying. Now, I know ESPN could void the ACC contract, but they can't go to the Big Ten. If you if you want Florida State, you're not paying $180 million. No. Not for Florida State. So, what, what, so Memphis, the year is 23rd. The year is 20. Go ahead. Now go here's, ahead. Here's the thing, though. Those broadcast contracts are created by ESPN mm. in the ACC. The SEC network, ESPN. ESPN could somehow void their own contract to get those ACC teams out to the SEC if they wanted to. Now, there would be there's going to be a whole lot of legal wrangling to 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 make that happen. Um, I know the ACC commissioner; he's going to call foul. He's going to he's he'd be up in arms. But it's possible that if ESPN lets North Carolina, lets FSU, lets you know Clemson and Who's the other one? Virginia, I think, is what's speculated to to out of their. It was North. ACC yeah, contract. it was. It was the only one in that division was not. It just wasn't Duke. Duke was the only one that wasn't in the uh, conversation. Yeah, if 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 they if they're let out of that one, then that could greatly reduce what their exit fee is in the ACC. Could if they're let out of the broadcast rights? It could. And look, I think so, that the, I think that they'll negotiate. I think Fox and ESPN will negotiate on it. You know, like, yeah. hey, if you take this team, we'll take that team. And you know, I, look. And I don't know James Phillips, the commissioner over there, well enough. See, that's the thing. Like, I knew a little bit about Kevin Warren. George Klaykoff was a was, was a new guy. Uh, Phillips, I didn't know him. That the new Brett guy that just showed up at the the Big Twelve. I don't know these guys, you know. It's not like Slive. You knew exactly what uh, what Slive was going to do in the SEC. He was he was like clockwork. Um, and to be to be fair, and I was saying this on my show earlier today, the SEC had every right to play defense ever since Auburn went thirteen and zero and didn't get invited yeah. to the PC. Mm-hmm. Because at that point in time, what the powers that be were telling him was. Auburn is UCF. And they're like, oh, no, no, this is the SEC. What are you talking about? This isn't the uh, American Athletic Conference where somebody can go undefeated and not get invited to be a, in, in the playoff. No, no, no. We're the SEC. We're either taking our ball and going home or our undefeated teams are getting into these championships. And he pushed hard for this college football playoff because he didn't want that to see that happen ever again. And this was kind of his his dream. He was the one pushing this way back when to get to this point. And the SEC's been playing defense. Back then, the Pac-12 was beating them out in revenue. Right, Pac-12 and USC. Right, you had USC. And the, right. Back then. But, right. But ever since ever since we started, you know, kind of the, the college football playoff came around, it was probably about five years before then where the SEC overtook the Pac-12 in revenue. And then everything structured from them in the SEC network. Once the SEC network got in place, it was it was curtains. So let me ask you. Well, let me say a statement and then ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, this makes me want to punch every part. Anybody who who hate who talks trash about NIL, like yeah. oh, and players can't get paid. Oh well, really? But you're ain't 
excuse my lack of saying, but bitching right. and complaining about the right. conference leader lineman about a kid making 9.5 allegedly to go somewhere. First off, you should be slapped. Hashtag slap your mama. Shout out to uh, slap your mama. But then number two, but let me ask you, there, I don't, I don't think this is going to happen. It's You just can't do it. And Fox and ESPN will come to agreement on this. But you have Greg Sankey saying, oh, well, we're going to do our own national champion. The nation's not the Southeastern Conference. And quite right. honestly, quite honestly, there have been years, a.k.a. Clemson, beating the dog manure out of Alabama. Ohio State right. has won national titles. And look, as much as it may pain for me to say – I want USC to be back. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. want them because what happens if Lincoln Riley gets them there? What happens if Texas gets back? You're not a national title winner without playing all the teams. Let mm. me ask you though: Do you believe that they're going to go to their the, these conferences are going to go to their own national champion? That just sounds too stupid to me. If they get big enough. Like, if we actually get to 20, 24 teams in these conferences, then I think they could actually do it. Now, God, I hate that. what that would look like, I don't know. Because then you'd be crowned a champion, and what are those champions going to do but play the other champions? Then it'll be like some sort of league of champions or whatnot. It'll kind of be like, you know, the, 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 the super regionals going on and then those they leave and go to Omaha to play you know it, it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a kind of a hodgepodge after this and honestly outside of the Big Ten and the SEC which financially were always the power to and I, I've, I've told you that before they were always there wasn't any question the, the whole power five thing was marketing now there was autonomy with these other conferences but back when we were setting up the college football playoff, it was clear that the Big Ten and the SEC were one and two exclusively. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a gap between what those conferences are making and what the ACC, Pac-12, and Big 12 have been pulling in over the last eight years. And it's just growing. It's expanding. That's what, And that's one of the reasons why USC and UCLA wanted out. But um, – you're right, Blake. You can't – you have to be able to – what makes this – and I know everybody doesn't have a shot, a legitimate shot at a championship every year. But what makes college football fun is the regular season schedule. Everybody has to no play. No doubt. Every, every game, game is important. Exactly. Because there there can be a an app state that come along and just ruin your, ruin your year or Memphis or whatever. We're just – we know we ain't win no championship, but we can be Mississippi State. And if Mississippi State or, you know, hey, you know, uh, Mississippi beats Alabama, thinks they, you know, hey, man, we might get to the Cotton Bowl. Oh, lost to Memphis. You know, I mean, those things happen during <laughs> the season. Right. Right? And and and, and it just derails uh, some, of these, some of these programs. And that's what makes it fun. If you start taking those games out, those oops, we had these big wins or we were 6-0 and – you take those 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 games out of the season where people can stumble and other people can laugh at them because they stumbled, then it's not going to be as fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's going to be just – it's almost going to be like the SEC West where it's a – and you know this. It's going to be a, a, just a grueling – now, the games are going to be good. There's going to be a lot of good games to watch. 
but it's going to be like a, a, a grueling death match for a lot of these teams. I mean, what? Three well, loss champions, at, Memphis. It's gonna, you're going to have a three loss champion. Yeah. At least, well, we probably would get there, a three loss champion. I, I mean, if, if you're in the Big Ten, or let's just say you're in the SEC, and in your schedule, hypothetically, because it's very well likely it could happen, and mm-hmm. and can, not and maybe just a regular schedule. You're playing Arkansas, you're playing yeah. Texas, you're playing yeah. Oklahoma, LSU, Georgia, Bama. I'm sorry to tell you, you're going to have at least probably two losses. Memphis, that's what the NFL's like. I'm sorry. Exactly. And the team. Let me yeah. tell you something. If a team goes undefeated in that league, <laughs> then just crown them. Well, well, first off, they'll never be better than Joe Burrow because he's I've seen the man walk on water, like literally seen him walk on water. But regardless, regardless, oh, my God. So but Memphis, we do have some very quick questions for you from some fans, some rapid rapid fire. Danny Girl says, hashtag ask Memphis, what team stands to benefit the most out of all this possible realignment? Uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame (laughs) right now is holding all the cards. Their their uh, their poker faces on. They get to ch- they get to tell whichever conference they want to join how much they need. Mm-hmm. That Notre Dame's gonna Notre Dame's not gonna be like well Notre Dame could say hey we're gonna join the SEC we need X. Hey we're gonna join the ACC with football we need X. Hey we're gonna join the Big Ten we need X. And that X is at least two to maybe three times what they're making over at NBC. Mm-hmm. So they, Notre Dame right now is going to be flush with cash if they decide to cash in right now. But they have all the chips. If I'm ESPN and I want to keep the SEC, I mean ACC, yeah. I'm going yeah. all in. Yeah. All I'm in. going all in. Uh, Crying Belly says, it, hashtag Ask Memphis, do you think Arch Manning is overrated? I think that's a strong word, but do you think he's the number one recruit in the country? Let me just ask that because I think he's he a top 50. He's the number one recruit in the country and be overrated at the same time. I know what he's getting at, and I'll say, I'll say this. From what I've seen with Arch Manning and the hype that he's getting, he doesn't look better than some <laughs> of the other quarterbacks that I've seen in high school. Um, there's a lot of his last name that's carrying a lot of the – the uh, PR around him. No doubt. But let, let's hope he's a three-year starter. Let's hope. He let, So I've said this, and people always, you know, I don't want to say complain, but say, oh, he's not at camps, he's not doing this. He's not an average kid. Mm-hmm. He's the president's kid. You remember that movie, right. Pre- The President's Kid? Right. He's the president's right. kid. You can't, you can't treat him the same way you treat, you know, fat Blake Rafino. Uh, Rick says, hashtag Ask Memphis, which coach do you think lasts longer or lasts longer with more success between uh, Lincoln Riley or Brian Kelly, in your opinion? Last longer? Mm-hmm. I, I, would say, I, I would say Lincoln only because he's 30 years younger than Brian Kelly. Yeah, that's what I was going at as well. Because I mean, he has a, he has a longer career. Or at least the potential for the longer career at this point. Um, Brian Kelly likes to coach, though. I, I, the longer career is probably Lincoln Riley. The success factor, though, you got to think 
Brian Kelly, the only reason that he came to LSU is to win a championship. Right. I Memphis, mean, if he wins two here, if he just wins two, he's a god. Just two. He's a god. Just two. Right. Well, I mean, and you, you win one here, you might be a god. <laughs> he's probably at least winning one. Well, I, I mean, um, li- look, I mean, if Les can win one, if Les can go. win one and get to a second one, I'm pretty sure that Les is 70 something and he can't color inside the, uh, the, 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 the coloring lines. I'm also 100% positive he ate crayons as a kid. I don't know what Les did. I know that there were a lot of fourth downs that I looked in his eyes and it got buggy. And I was like, what's he about to do? I don't know what the Mad Hatter's about to do. He didn't either. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Memphis, you, you don't know what he was doing. Neither did he. I don't I don't even think some guys on the sideline knew what he was going to do. I'll but, never, uh, quick story. I'll never forget this Memphis as long as I live. Went on a recruiting visit with a buddy of mine. Les is yeah. recruiting him. And the guy, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but some people from okay. my hometown yeah. will know. He, he walks in, he goes, calls his name out, he goes, motherfucker. <laughs> he shakes his hand. It was after LSU beat Florida in 2007, the epic Jacob Hester oh, game. Yeah. And he shakes oh, his yeah. hand, he goes, that's what you come here to do, to take their fucking souls. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You, need, sp- yeah. you need Jesus, my Crazy. man. Crazy. Somebody, did you get out the holy water? Start throwing out? Lay some I, hands I, on them? I don't know if you were here before or not, but I st- my grandmother used to do. I said this earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing grace. I, amazing grace. You got, started you got humming. humming started humming. A uh, couple more Memphis. We'll get you out of here. As always, you're fantastic. Lamar Williams says, hashtag Ask Memphis, is his name, if his name was Art Smith, do you think he would still be a five-star? Uh, no. I agree. I, I, I think he, I, honestly, when I looked at him, I have him graded like at a high four-star athlete. And he, he, there's he, there's some work that he needs that, that he needs done. He's not coming in NFL ready. And that's usually when you start giving people five stars is like, this guy, if he didn't play a snap in college, could he actually at least make a 53-man roster in the NFL? That's what I give a five-star. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's some work. He Arch Manning has some work to do, especially with his footwork. I see the kid taking a lot of sacks, and I don't want I don't want to see that. You know, protect that guy at all costs. But some of his footwork just seems like he's he's taking a little. Uh, you'll see. He's going to be taking a little bit too much time to get rid of the ball uh, at this next level, and a lot of it has to do with his footwork. But if he gets that taken care of and and he starts reading defenses correctly, he'll be all right, but he still needs to work on that. Uh, I said the same thing to one of my buddies. His name's Chris Brownlee. Uh, Maybe he'll listen to you because he sure as heck doesn't listen to me. All right, last one for you, Memphis. Uh, Brandon Reese says one Bama website had SEC adding Oklahoma State, Miami, Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, NC State, Duke, and Virginia Tech. Oh, okay, we already went through. We already went through that. Um, Yeah. Tony J says shout out to Memphis and the nine zero one. Is Memphis going to kick off MSU and the opener this year? Woo. Um. Well, we know what happened in the graveyard last year. You know, crazy things happen in the graveyard. Memphis is one of the – it's the weirdest place to play. Um, those refs, I don't know, they get a little they get a little jittery. They don't call things. 
you know, they overlook things. I don't know what happens. I'm not paying them. But, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of things. Play to the whistle if you're in the graveyard. This is going to be an interesting year for Memphis. Um, there's a lot that we're rebuilding, including the offensive line. So, I don't know. I haven't really looked at that defensive line for uh, Mississippi State. That's where it's going to be. It's going to be the trenches. We have a decent QB. If he can get the ball to his receivers and, and start working out, out of the, the shotgun, he was working out of the shotgun a lot, but he was working out of the shotgun a lot because our offensive line was, <laughs> was kind of shaky last year. And one of those guys graduated, the other one's in the NFL. So now we're just like, ooh, are we going to be able to plug those holes in order to hold a, 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 a SEC defensive line at bay at least for three quarters? You know, and, and until they get tired. And I don't know if that's the case. Um, Mississippi State should win that game. If Memphis walks into Starkville and eats their cookies, man, I'm coming on here and hooting them all. I'm coming on here and hooting them. I, I will walk onto this show and just start just. I don't I, think, I, I don't think I've ever heard a better comment than if we walk in there and eat their cookies, man. In there, eat their cookies, man. You snatch their cookies. Could you imagine just you know Memphis walking in there and snatching their cookies like they're some kindergartners, just eating them? Uh, thank you. Where's the milk at, Blake? Man, oh god, I love your audience. Oh your god, audience. Oh, get out of here. I <laughs> Get out of here. I wasn't dunking you, man. I'm really, I've been, I've been I super know. busy I doing know. different things, man. I love the audience. I love coming on here. I love answering the questions. Um, you can reach me, reach out at me uh, at Memphis Spence on the Twitter machine. That's usually where I spend my time. Hey, and Memphis, I know I don't comment a lot, but I listen to your show every, every, every time, man. It's just electric. I, it. I love, I love Appreciate being there. We'll talk to you again soon, my friend. It's so good to see you again. We'll we'll have you back on soon. Likewise, man. All see right, you that's the that's the goat, guys. He's the goat. Memphis, Spence. All right, guys. We're gonna cut it a little bit short tonight. The Golden Boo Pod uh, is having their show. I don't know when Zach has shows anymore. He doesn't tell me anything. I don't even think he does shows anymore. Uh, I'll be going on with Carter Bryan at 8.30. Um, so, yeah, a lot of great content. When you're done with one, go back and watch the other. That's what I say. Um, let me ask you guys this question, though, before we get out of here. Do y'all think I should walk in my wife's room and say, let me eat your cookies? I mean, that, that's definitely Pooh Bear. I don't know. Zach, I mean, it might be Zach. Who knows? You never know with those two. They start talking about crazy things. You know, you, you, you never know. Uh, see, Rick, see, Rick, I, you, Rick, you can tell he's been married before. He says, don't do it, Blake. No, bro. But then you got Lamar Williams says, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Pauls. Okay. That's definitely Pooh Bear. That's definitely Pooh Bear. First one was like, yeah, eat the cookie. I, I like cookie. I like cookies and milk. My name's Tim Tebow. I'm pretty sure that Zach still gets tucked in at night. Like, I'm almost 95% positive. 
Like he texts his mom. He's like, hey, mom, I know you live like 10 miles away, but can you come tuck me in? Read me a bedtime story. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I don't have any more milk and cookies. We're talking about that milk and cookies? The milk and cookies. All right, guys. We'll see y'all again. Um, let me say this. At about 4.15 tomorrow, if I have the time, we're going back live. See y'all soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.